What's going on everybody and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts. This is going to be a late night special edition episode where I do a reaction on the Nintendo Direct event that just happened today. Well, it's still today. A few hours ago, about five or six hours ago. Uh, it is September 13th, 2017. So that's definitely going to date it a little bit, but that's the point of this. We're going to react to this actually pretty good Nintendo Direct. So what I want to do when it comes to these press conferences, these entertainment announcement things, whatever you want to call it, a PlayStation press conference, Xbox, Nintendo Direct. If Marvel has some movie news, if I go see like a really cool movie, maybe I'll do that on this. I don't know. But this is my very first attempt at doing somewhat of a reaction podcast. So this format will be a shorter, even shorter episode, most likely around 15 to 20 minutes. So just letting you know, if you didn't see the time step, that's how long it's probably going to end up being. So what I want to do is pick out a couple highlights or a couple things I like. Maybe I was thinking three per event, depending on what the event is. I have three for this one. So we are going to start with that. So these are in no particular order. So here we go for my first pick on highlights for the Nintendo Direct September edition. We got RPGs. Uh, we got some really cool looking RPGs. And I'm going to start with the 3DS games because the 3DS stuff didn't impress me as much. It kind of feels like some just leftover stuff like they're just trying to wrap up the 3ds that's just my opinion who knows if they are uh they're pushing it pretty hard they did release a new platform uh, well a new model of the 3ds the 2ds xl recently so what i see on here we got yokai watch 2 which is kind of like a special edition of yokai watch we got a special edition of pokemon it's not an actual new release of Pokemon. It has a couple new Pokemon in it. But we got a new Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensei game. We got an entry in Odyssey, Odyssey 5. Beyond the Mist. Or Beyond the Myth. We got a Radiant Historia. Perfect Chronology. Uh, we got... Well, yeah, I think that's about it for that. For the RPGs. None of those really interest me. Oh, they have a remaster... Of Mario, Luigi, Superstar Saga, and Bowser's Minions. Plus Bowser's Minions, that's like the add-on game. There's like a whole other game inside of it. I did play this originally on a friend's system um, when it originally came out. But I have never actually dug, in it, dug into it myself. I'll probably be picking that up. That actually looks really good. Uh, they redid all the graphics and added more to it. So it should be fun. That's, that's a really nice pick-up-and-go game. And then we got... For the Switch, we actually got a good amount of RPGs. It's kind of like, if you're an RPG fan, the Nintendo Switch is going to be the system for you, I feel like. Um, we got The Lost Sphere. It's a modern take on traditional RPGs, and this one's made by the RPG Factory. They made uh, I Am Setsuna. So it's a similar art style, similar graphics to that game. Um, it, it doesn't look as dreary. The colors are a little more eye-catching. It's a little more colorful, but it has a similar idea. Old school RPG mechanics with a really nice storyline. It looks nice. Uh, uh, I haven't seen a lot about it. The trailer looked really beautiful, though. And then we got 
let's see I'm just looking Dragon Quest Builders there's a port of that coming out and we I'm just doing more of a JRPG look there's a couple of other things that are kind of more Western RPGs but we got Xenoblade Chronicles 2 um, it looks nice it looks really beautiful uh, I'll say that first the English voice acting is a little cringy it has a very cheesy anime feel to it which is okay because that's kind of the tone that it feels like it's going for at least it's trying to feel epic and awesome but it has that anime-ness to it like the voiceover um, that might be one of those games you play in Japanese and just read the subtitles that would probably be ideal for that um, I think that it might not be for me honestly I was watching the gameplay I'm like this looks interesting but for a full price game I'm not sure like huge world awesome it looks like fun mechanics uh, it's more like an MMO style turn-based RPG it does I'm not even sure if it's turn-based it looks more maybe action turn-based something like that um, it, I just dropped my phone anyway <laughs> it just remind me of kind of like a world at war uh, world of warcraft style or something along those lines where it's just kind of like you pick an attack and then it does the attack and then you pick, it's like active but it's turn-based I'm not really sure how it plays honestly I've never played them before trying to base it off of just a few minutes of gameplay to me it didn't really grab my attention but maybe I'll give it a shot I haven't I'm on the fence about it really but the one that I wanted to highlight that I'm actually really interested in is called project Octopath Traveler dumb name and it's a working title that's not the real name this one's made by the bravely default developers and it's being published by Square Enix and so is a uh, lost fear both of those are being published by Square Enix, so they're kind of going back to their roots with these games. Um, with this Octopath Traveler, though, it has the most unique art style I've seen in a long time. Um, it's a 3D environment. So, okay, that, that's not interesting, but all of the, uh, the world is made with 16-bit sprites or 32-bit sprites, something along those lines. It's very beautiful. And uh, your main character is a flat plane character. So you're a plane. I, I'm saying plane, not like airplane, like a plane pixels, plane of pixels. So you look like an old school character, but you're going through a 3D world. It's really, really hard to describe. The lighting looks incredible, though. And it's just one of those art styles that catch your eye. It's like you're a 2D sprite in a 3D world. It's really cool. Um, the gameplay looks really fun too. It's kind of like an action. It's turn-based, but it has more of a, a some some strategy to it. It looked really fun, and uh, I keep saying uh, I'm just my brain's trying to catch up to my mouth right now. I'm a little out of it. <laughs> um, long pause there, and there are eight different characters that you can play as, and each character has different abilities that they can use or yeah they have different abilities they can use and the story will change depending on the character you pick so you can play the game eight eight times and have eight different stories from that's what i got from the trailer it looks really cool and i'm gonna pick it up it looks fun uh there's a demo out right now i'll probably be downloading that this weekend and giving it a go so that's it for the first highlight of this spectacular direct the second one I would like to say is they had in 
intense and an amazing and fantastic third-party support. 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 They have really great third-party support. They have all of the sports games that you can probably possibly want. Well, maybe not all of them, but they have FIFA, and they got 2K18, and they got WWE. I guess that's not every sports game ever, but that's a really nice step for that. They got Rocket League. They got Resident Evil Revelations, which we knew about already. We got... Let's see, what else we got? We got Skyrim, of course. Sorry if that was a little loud. We got Rocket League. Uh, I feel like I already said that. I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> uh, Doom in Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which I was pretty surprised by. That's probably one of the biggest surprises of this whole entire thing. They are full console shooter experiences that you can take on the go with you. That's awesome. Uh, for me personally, I probably won't do it because I've played the original Doom or the Doom 2016 a couple times already and I have played Wolfenstein 1 and I'm going to play Wolfenstein 2 when it comes out in October on PS4 but for those people that want to wait they can buy it next year and have it on the go which is spectacular it's awesome uh, for me I'm not sure how good the Joy-Cons will do when it comes to a shooter like that because the thumbsticks are kind of short they don't have a lot of uh give to them. I played Splatoon with them and I was kind of like, eh. And I picked my Pro Controller up. So for me, it's kind of null when it comes to those games. I probably won't do it because I would just end up playing it on my TV with my Pro Controller anyway because I don't travel with my system too often. But if I ever did, the choice is there for me to pick up Doom. Why not? Give it a go. And bring it, bring it with me on a trip. Whatever. It's pretty cool. Um... It's just really cool to see Nintendo actually having real hard proof third party support. My words are not making sense. I'm saying some of the weirdest sentences right now, but <laughs> it's really cool to see Nintendo doing third party support this good. They're teaming up with a lot of really good publishers, a lot of good developers, and they're bringing a lot of really good games to their consoles. So it's cool because if they do it enough, if they keep on this trend, It'll get to the point where people can buy a Switch and they don't need to have a PS4 or an Xbox because most, if not all, of these games that are on those game systems will come to the Switch, which is really cool. It's exciting to me. And um, it just shows how strong this platform is and how much passion people have for the Switch. They People want games for the system. So having this plethora of third-party support is really, really positive for Nintendo and for the Switch and for us the gamers so last but not least my third highlight of the Nintendo Direct September 2017 is Super Mario Odyssey obviously I'm gonna say this Super Mario Odyssey is my game of the year contender already and I haven't even played it um, Mario has always been pretty much my favorite franchise and I know it's pretty much everybody's favorite franchise is not uh, some kind of unique thing to say right but this game just has that just uniqueness that I just said unique like three times in a row it feels like but <laughs> it has that different tone to it than any other game I've ever seen it has its own flair 
it has the costumes from all the old Mario games. They showed more today. Uh, they showed him in his original red overalls with the blue shirt. That's cool. Like it's a flip. Like when he was originally created as Jumpman, that's how he looked. He had the red overalls with the blue shirt underneath. And if you look at some old marketing materials, that's how they used to sh used to draw them. So you can go classic Mario outfit. That's pretty awesome. You can be Doctor Mario. You can have the Safari Mario, Mario Paint Mario, uh, Super Mario Maker Mario. It's a lot of Mario's. But yeah, and uh, they showed you capturing, possessing, whatever, a lack of two. I was like, awesome. I'm in. So they showed three new stages. There was one that's like an underwater stage, which could be good, could be bad. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of water stages in general. But there are some good ones, so still staying positive. Uh, there's a complete ice one. It was like in a blizzard. That looked really cool. And then I think there was like a couple of other ones they showed. There was definitely they showed and they named the hat. And he has a girlfriend that's on Peach's head, which is a tiara, which it's silly, but you're helping the cap and the cap is helping you save their wives, girlfriends, whatever. Uh, it's a cool idea. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and the characters are colorful. They added a photo mode. And it just looks fun to play. And you know Mario is just top-notch when it comes to gameplay. And they have all these collectibles. Those little moons, they're everywhere. There's a lot of little secrets and a lot of stuff to just find in these big open areas. And it just seems like something you can, you can pop on, just kind of get lost in for a while, search around. It kind of feels like it has that freedom aspect like Breath of the Wild does. It's like Nintendo is all about that open world freedom in their newer titles. It's really, really cool and I'm excited. Like really, really, really excited about Mario. If Mario was out right now, I would not be doing this. I would be playing right now. I would stay up all night, call in sick, and keep playing. That's how excited I am for that game. So definitely, definitely, definitely a highlight for me. So my overall impression of this Nintendo Direct was that it was solid. It was really, really good. It had a lot of okay moments, though. There's no, there's a lot of good games here that we already knew about and that they kind of reiterated. They did announce some release dates. They had Xenoblade Chronicles 2, has official release date December 1st. They announced some cool third-party things, like I mentioned already. Some really good RPGs that look good. Who, who knows if they're actually good, but they look really nice and they look like they're going to be fun. Uh, they have Skyrim. Of course, and they announced a release for that. I think it's the 17th of November. I'm, I'm tense. I'm, I'm testing my sleepy brain for date memory. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> uh, we got Snipper Snipper Clips has a DLC coming out. See, there's a lot of little announcements. Nothing super hard hitting, but a lot of really cool smaller announcements that kind of add up to a really nice package. Uh, I would probably give this whole entire conference. A 7 or 8 out of 10, I guess, if I was going to give it like a rating with a number, which is kind of silly anyway. But I would say I, I feel like the future for the Switch is really, really bright. The 3DS still has a, probably another year or so, and they have some cool stuff coming out. I'm excited to pick up that Metroid game, which is like three days away or something, which is cool. Um, all in all, I would say that this press conference 
or well, well it's not a press conference just Nintendo Direct video was great good good ish to great so um, I, I'm looking forward to the future of the switch and this just pushes it forward for me more uh, it feels like this entire rest of this year is packed full of stuff to play and they had a Nintendo Nindies Direct like not that long ago with even more games on top of this so my theory is for the future announcements uh, they have a Nintendo World Championship is next month so what they'll probably do is right around Mario time so they will probably have some Mario stuff in there so like relay race or something from Mario because they showed that in the trailer it looks weird but they probably have something from Mario and then I think they're gonna probably hint at a Smash Brothers remaster or a Smash for Switch version uh, during that, and they'll have a uh, that that'll be their like last review of the of the competition. Is they're like, okay, we got one more game to play. Here it is. It's it's Smash Brothers for Switch. Yay! And they do that. It feels like they've had the World Championship twice now uh, over the past three or four years. And on one of them, I know they had the Super Mario Maker Relay Race, which was really cool. Uh, that was kind of like the first real gameplay we saw, like substantial gameplay. And that really got me into that game. Um, and then the other one they announced Federation Force. Uh, Metroid Federation Force for 3DS, which was like, eh, nobody cared about it. <laughs> But who knows? Hopefully, this announcement they have at this next thing is going to be huge, and uh, we'll be talking about it right here, of course. And then um, I think they'll have another uh, Nintendo Direct around Christmas, maybe after Christmas, a little bit before New Year or around New Year, somewhere around there. Say within those two or three weeks around Christmas and New Year, and the New Year, they're going to have a press conference or not a press. I keep saying press conference, but Nintendo is cool. They do their videos. So the Nintendo Direct will be more about Virtual Console, online, and stuff like that. Because the online launches next year. they got to talk about it sometime. So most likely before next year. But who knows. Maybe they'll do it January 1st. Say, it's launching now. Buy it now. This is what you get. Who knows. But that's my speculation for the future of these Directs. So I, I just kind of got on a tangent there about it. But honestly... Solid Direct. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And that's going to wrap up the episode for this week. It's really short. So these reactions, I don't know how long I've been going, but these reactions are just get in, get some impressions, some highlights, and then get out. So thank you for watching or listening to this episode of Frantic Thoughts for the week. Uh, next week we'll be back to normal format. And uh, if you have... A couple hours to spare. I was on Retro Fandango. Uh, I really had a good time with Ram Vox and Barrett on Mars. Uh, they are great guys to talk to. I felt really nervous at the beginning of the podcast, and as I got into it more and more, it got more and more natural, and I had a great time, and I would love to go back and do it again. If anybody listening does a podcast, just send me a DM. I'll be on there. I'll be there. Uh, this is kind of just a passion thing for me i just love talking <laughs> i know it sounds bad but anyway yeah um i'm just throwing that out there podcasters around the world if you want me to talk with you because talking to myself 
is okay, but I like talking to other people too. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for watching this truncated version, this late night, lazy, sleepy version of Frantic Thoughts. And I will catch you next week. See ya.